0: Well, welcome back to the Living Your Dash podcast with your host, Pastor Rick Hale, and I'm your co-host, Sean Lee, and we're so glad that you've joined us today for this, our third installment, our third podcast. So Rick, what do you think about that? We've done three of these so far.
1: Hey, I've enjoyed it. We're enjoying the
0: feedback and we
1: invite more. So tell us
0: what you think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let us know how we're doing. If you have suggestions or if there are uh, other ways that we can help you become a more uh, stronger disciple, passionate disciple of Jesus Christ. So Rick, you've been teaching us through a series of messages straight out of the last discourse or the dialogue that Jesus had with his disciples knowing that it was some of the last things that they'd hear before his death. Um, they, You know, you've, you said this is called the last discourse. Why is it called that?
1: Yeah, and, and many theologians call it the final discourses of Jesus. It's recorded in John 13 to 17. These are the actual words of Jesus spoken to his 12 apostles in the upper room hours before he went to the cross.
0: Hmm. Wow. So that... I mean, that must have been so important. Obviously, it's a very long section, isn't it? It is. It is. And that's why I call it uh,
1: <clears throat> this whole series, Don't Forget. Right. This is Jesus saying, guys, whatever you do, don't forget. These are his last minute instructions that they must remember if they're going to succeed in the future.
0: And the one thing that you looked at or the what you focused on this past Sunday was don't forget to pray now you said something interesting, um, and I don't know what people think about this. You said there is a big difference between knowing about Jesus and knowing Jesus. That Jesus wants us to know wants us to know Him. Can you expand on that just a little bit more? Yeah, Sunday I actually
1: used the, my the illustration of getting to know my wife. It's very unique that I actually got to know about my wife before I got to actually meet her. Uh, There was some elderly couple in Lovington where Mary grew up. And so they had moved to Roswell. Mary was moving to Roswell a few months later. Mm. Well, they began to tell me about this dear friend that they had grown up with and that she was moving to Roswell. and, And they told me all about her. Before she ever came into the city of Roswell, I knew facts about her. But once she came to Roswell and we were introduced, then everything changed. Mm. I began to know her. Mm -hmm. It's the same with Jesus. You can go to Sunday school for years and learn about Jesus. That oh, he was born in Bethlehem, raised in Nazareth. His dad was a carpenter and and, uh, he did miracles, helped people out, great teacher. Well, those are facts about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Well, Jesus wants to go to a deeper level. He wants us to actually know Him in a personal, living
0: way. Mm. You know, this reminds me of something I, I we did. We talked about in college about how there's a difference between empirical knowledge and experiential knowledge. That uh, empirical empirical knowledge, for instance, is, is about facts, figures, concepts, theories, anecdotal evidence. Um, uh, but that's not thats not knowing who Jesus is, is it?
1: That's not a personal relationship. Yeah. That, that's a history book, facts about somebody.
0: Yeah. And
1: you can learn that in a classroom. Yeah. But to have a personal relationship with a person, that's where you get to know them. You get to know their heart, their emotions, their feelings, their values, their likes and
0: dislikes. mm you know, I, I I wonder. I think it's powerful when I we, when I think about the the fact that God made us to not just respond to data. Um, that He made us in His image. Uh, it, it honestly it, it kind of blows my mind when I think about God created us to know Him forever. Um, there's nothing else, as far as I know, and maybe maybe just because the Bible did not talk about it, but there's nothing else in all creation except humans that have an eternal existence uh, to know him. That's amazing. Well, and the fact that the creator of the
1: universe knows your name and knows all about you and still likes you (laughs) and really wants to know you and be involved in your daily life, not just on Sunday mornings. Right. Right
0: um you know what what you just said i mean there's something that comes to my mind one of my favorite authors is dallas willard and he was he was uh quoting somebody else uh aw tozer and and tozer called it a heresy uh, a heresy whenever whenever people think that they can just know facts about jesus and believe that they have a relationship with god and so uh Willard went on to say that uh, it's, it's an effect like this, like, as if we're saying, well, I'd like a little of your blood, please, but I don't care to be a, your student or have your character. In fact, won't you just excuse me while I get on with my life and I'll see you in heaven? Uh, that kind of, uh, I don't know, there's something about maybe Western Christianity or, or contemporary Christianity. There are people, it seems like that's what they want.
1: How do you think my wife would have responded if I went to her and proposed marriage and said, oh, and by the way, I would like to have a personal relationship with you, but only Monday, Wednesday, and Friday.
0: <laughs> you mean after she uh, hits you with a purse? Uh, yeah, the the <laughs> swelling would have eventually
1: gone down, I'm sure. Yeah, but A marriage is you're all in. Yeah, What Jesus is inviting us into is an all-in Relationship. You know, Sean, you and I, we work at a church building all Mm -hmm. week long. There's something that we can confidently tell people listening in to this podcast Jesus does not live down here at the church building. Right. (laughs) He doesn't have a cot set up in the back. He does not live here. He is not interested in living in church buildings. He is interested in living in the hearts and lives of his people, not just on Sunday morning for an hour.
0: But all week long, right? I, one of my favorite titles uh, that God, that Jesus calls Himself, is that He is Emmanuel, which of course means God, God with us. God with us, and uh, uh, I, I think that I think for me, a, a pivotal moment of my own walk with Jesus was understanding that that He means to transform every part of my life, and and I'm, I'm thinking of uh, that Robert Boyd Munger. Uh, short story um what's it called my heart Christ tone yes my great heart little book yeah um and I love the fact that you know Jesus walks into his living room and changes things uh, walks into his uh um, his, his bedroom changes things knocks out a wall but then Jesus says I want to talk about that closet upstairs and <laughs> and he said mm, Lord I tell you what you can do anything you want with the rest of us but that I I don't, I don't want you going to that. Yeah. We all have a closet and there are skeletons in the
1: closet. And Jesus knows until he deals with those skeletons yeah. that our lives are not going to be everything he created them to be.
0: Yeah. The most precious thing I I, I knew about the Lord was that I, I just needed to be retrained uh, that those dead things in the closet, they need to get out of there. uh I, I, Jesus set me free from those things. That's what I love about actually CR. Uh, CR. What is CR? CR. Oh yeah, thanks. Uh, CR is Celebrate Recovery. Celebrate Recovery meets every Friday night at what, six o'clock. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, boy, we're gonna we're gonna catch Check, the web page. Check the webpage. Check the webpage, right? Uh, but it really is a fantastic discipleship uh, program. Step by step, even call it steps. Uh, using the scriptures, uh, using um, small groups and and testimonies. It's a fantastic venture. We'll have to talk with them soon.
1: Well, what they're learning at Celebrate Recovery is what all of us need to learn. Let Jesus escape the church building and let him invade your daily life. Um, Sean, I'm just thinking what, what radically changed my life was when I invited Christ to come into my life all week long and basically began what I would call a daily conversation, Mm. just inviting him in. So prayer becomes almost as natural as breathing in and out. So all week long, you invite Jesus into your conflicts, your decisions, your job, your school, your marriage, your family. Mm
0: -hmm. So you
1: just let him invade, invade, invade every room, every area of your life.
0: Okay, so now you're talking about ways to know Jesus better. So that's one, prayer, right? Sure. Um, What are some other ways that you might tell our listeners that they can grow in knowing Jesus, not just knowing about him?
1: One that some people have found very helpful is journaling, putting their thoughts and feelings down on paper. Uh, other people find you're going on a prayer retreat, even if it's for a one day, just to escape uh, the noise of our world. Uh, the discipline of fellowship is another one. Uh, it's where you just sit down with a fellow believer, share your heart, share what you're learning, what Christ is teaching you. And that way you encourage one another.
0: Mm-hmm. What are some things you've learned? You know, I, I think about, uh, I took a prayer retreat a couple uh, a couple of years ago, uh, actually went out of state and spent days by myself, and uh, I, that's uh, someone else has called that the discipline of Sabbath. Of course, we should we should have the Sabbath every week, uh, but it is. But this one was extended, and that was powerful just to be able to uh, undo uh, and not just put pour on more, uh, but knowing and really talking to Jesus.
1: Another one I found valuable is the discipline of study. Mm-hmm. That could be the study of scripture. It yeah. could be the study of books written on prayer or other great theological books. Anything that will deepen your spiritual walk will draw you closer to Christ and be, be a part of inviting him
0: into your daily life. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you have a favorite book uh, that talks about prayer?
1: Oh wow, that is putting me on the
0: spot.
1: <laughs> it's it's no scripted. Seriously, though, this is this isn't specifically a book on prayer. Uh-huh. The the little booklet that we just mentioned a moment ago um, by Munger, the, yeah. "My Heart Christ Home," uh-huh. I believe that is a great beginning book that will introduce people to this whole idea of inviting Jesus to get out of the church building and let Him invade every part of your life. Yeah. And a major part of that is
0: conversation, which is prayer. Yeah, I, that's a fantastic book as I'm thinking about, because each one of the rooms that he talked about had, had, and we, we think as humans in compartments. We do. And so he let Jesus invade those compartments and, and that gives us kind of a framework. One of my favorite books is actually uh, a lot, but one is by uh, Ole Halesby. I know. It's, it's, Old Swedish guy, but uh, but but in his book prayer, the, the one thing I remember is when he said, "Prayer is just breathing. It's just breathing with God." Celebration of Disciplines
1: is another great oh, book. Yeah, great book. that yeah. people would would enjoy, and it, it covers prayer as
0: well as other disciplines. Pastor Kevin Price just uh, talked about. He, he just led a class yeah. through that. So in fact, that's kind of one of the things that we do at Grace. If you didn't know, is we have things called Uh, life-changer classes, and so we encourage you uh, to do that. Okay, so Rick, what do we have to look forward to
1: this coming Sunday? Well, we're back in John 17, the final discourses, the very last section of uh, the discourses, and John 17, from beginning to end, is one long prayer, of Jesus. And this week, he actually prays for the apostles personally in that upper room. And John, in that prayer, we're introduced to the famous expression, many of us, most of us have heard it all our lives. We have no idea where it came from. It came from this prayer, in the world, but not of the world. Uh And Jesus, though, he adds a little twist. We have to learn balance of being in the world, but not of the world. And yet, sent
0: into the world wow.
1: that's what we're gonna talk about this Sunday.
0: Oh boy, boy I'd love to talk about that right now, but we're gonna have to wait till next week so make sure you tune in you make sure you turn tune in. All right, uh, something else
1: is coming up very important. Well, our fall campaign weird is coming and it's called weird because normal isn't working uh-huh. And it begins October 13th. My guess is people are beginning to see, Weird T-shirts around town, weird yard signs, weird invitation cards. Well, we want everybody to come and be a part. It's going to involve Sunday messages. We're going to all read the book "Weird" by Craig Rochelle. It's going to be the focus of our small groups. Our goal is to have fifty small groups meeting all over town. And, Sean, this is a great time uh, to to invite a friend to be a part. It, this one is like taking a road trip. Mm. And road trips are always more fun with a friend. So I would encourage people, grab a friend, come and get the resources, and come October 13th, join us in the journey of learning what does it mean to be weird because
0: normal isn't working. Fantastic. Now, uh, the ways that you all can share your weird experiences through uh, social media. Uh, We encourage you, you know, Rick, you talked about the, the, the cards. Uh, and you begin to pass them out even this past Sunday, I encourage you, we both encourage you, take those cards, pray over them, and just say, Lord, would you please give me somebody today I can give this card to because I want to share the experience with them. But another way uh, is to use social media. So we we all love Facebook. Uh, and so we encourage you to, you to use Facebook to share your experience. And you can even, you can go to at Roswell Grace and uh, you can share your experiences on Facebook and Twitter. Um, another great way is to take pictures and throw them up on Instagram. And now this is a different handle. This is Roswell Grace Church. And uh, we want you to be able to share with your friends and share the experience because, as you said, I love that tagline because normal isn't working, and uh, we to we need to share with people uh, that they don't have to uh, waste their lives, and and, and uh, yeah, self detonate in that way. All right, Rick, anything else that you want to mention today? No, we're excited,
1: and uh, just be thinking about what weird is going to look like in your life, uh, because when you look at the culture today, uh, I don't see it getting any better. To uh, mm-hmm. me, it's getting worse. It is broken, and I'm excited to learn from Jesus. What uh, what does weird look like
0: in a broken, normal culture? Fantastic! Thanks so much, Rick, for sharing today, and thank you, listeners, for tuning in today. And uh, we pray this has been a blessing to you. Have a great day.